Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Great Connections Podcast. Hey there, my name is Chloe. Join me as we get to know the stories of overseas Filipinos and listen in on what it's like to make a living in a new country away from home. The Great Connections Podcast brought to you by the Freebie app. Discarting Pinoy, Discarting Freebie. I'm really excited to introduce to you our guest for today as we will be talking about what it's like to be a seafarer. It only makes sense that we talk about the maritime industry on the pod because, according to the Department of Foreign Affairs, or DFA, there are more than 200,000 Filipino seafarers and that Filipino seamen comprised more than 25% of the 1.5 million mariners worldwide. It is the single biggest nationality block in the shipping industry. So with that being said, I'm excited to know more about the seafarer lifestyle and everything that comes with it from our guest today. Our guest is an active seafarer by profession. With more than 200,000 subscribers on YouTube and 41 million plus total views. Please welcome to the podcast to share his life in the big blue sea, Mark Philip Laurilia, or more popularly known as Chief McCoy. Hi, Chief Makoy. How are you? And welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Well, we're very happy that you have uh, found time to accommodate us in your busy schedule uh, to talk about your life as a seafarer and your experience, your adventures. And then, uh, of course, we'll get into detail in a little bit. Uh, firstly, Chief Makoy, before natin simula ng ating uh, kwentuhan, it would be great if you could... Uh, tell us or provide us a brief background of your time in the maritime industry and kung paano ka ba nagsimula. Now, I've been uh, watching some episodes on your YouTube channel and I know this from from the time that you uh, started your, uh, your first few episodes more. But for for our listeners who are meeting you or listening to you for the very first time, ilang taon ka na ba sa industriyang ito at paano ka nagsimula? Oh, I actually started, uh, the first time I went on board a ship was as an apprentice. Uh, that was way back in 1997. Mm-hmm. Okay? I was actually second year college then. Uh, I, I studied uh, Bachelor of Science in Marine Engineering in the Philippine Merchant Marine Academy. So uh, the program uh, for us back then was during the first year, you'll be spending time in school. And then during your second year, you'll be on board as apprentice. Then for the remaining two years, you'll go back to school again. And okay, second year palang. Yeah, second year palang may ano? You'll be uh, onboarding the ship. I mean, uh, I was eighteen years old at the time. Oh my gulay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totoy na totoy pa. Yeah. And then yeah, after I uh, graduated uh, two thousand uh, June two thousand, and then from from that point forward, I've been on and off on board the ship. Until I reached uh, the rank of chief engineer about 10 years ago. I'm still active right now. And how is it like for you on the get-go since you mentioned on your second year of college, nandun eh, parang mag, uh, magsisimula na kayo. 
um, by curriculum, na required na kayong mag uh, onboard ng ship. And I can only imagine what was going through your head. But were you the kind of um, kid or teenager na alam mo na on the get-go that you really want to be a seafarer? Oh, yes, actually. Uh, both my uncles are uh, seafarers as well and graduates of PMA mm-hmm. as well. So I pretty much had a very good idea of what to expect. So, yeah, I, yeah, basically I know what I was getting into at the time. You knew it was going to be your your career or your line of profession. Yes, yes. Now I want to ask: um, since your first time on deck, how many years of service do you already have under your belt to this day? That would be about twenty-one years on and off. If continuous, huh? uh, let's uh, let's put out the vacation. I'd say Uh-oh. sixteen years, something like that. Fifteen, Six- sixteen years. 15-16 years kapag hindi sinama yung bakasyon. Yeah. And just to get a clear picture of when you say bakasyon, Chief Makoy, ano ba yung work span? Like when you say, when do you get, when does work start from for you? When does it stop? And when do you go home perhaps to to go on vacation? Well, uh, seafarers are contractual. Right? So, uh, and actually it depends on the rank, on what your rank is, yung dura- duration ng contract. The lower the rank, of course, it's the longer contract. And as you go up the ladder, they give you a privilege to get a shorter contract. So, uh, on the average, even right now, I, I still stay on board for, for work for about eight months. Eight months at a time? Yeah, eight months at a time. And then back then, during my uh, early years, uh, I used to go on vacation. I used to go stay at home for about two, uh, three or four months only. And then mm-hmm. it's back back to sea again. Okay. But now, of course, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, when you climb up the ranks, you get a lot a uh, bigger salary, so you can afford yeah. to stay longer on land. Oh. And there okay. are also a lot of uh, land-based opportunities as well, so uh, it allows you to stay a little bit more. Okay. So meaning to say, when a seafarer opts to whether get on the next contract or pwede siyang maghanap ng trabaho muna land-based, that's possible. Yes, that's possible. Uh, although, you have to develop your other skills as well. Right. Um, um, the easiest uh, land-based job to get is teaching. Mm-mm. So, you have to develop your teaching skills as well. Now, Chief Makoy, I've heard it, it, it said, you know, I've heard it said that a majority of aspiring seafarers, they pass the academics or the rigorous training. However, they fail at the psychological test. Now, Please paint us a picture. It must be truly challenging to be at sea for long stretches of time. Sabi mo nga, on the average, siguro mga eight, eight months, malayo ka sa pamilya. Can you talk more about this? How was the experience like for you and from what you've observed? Well, as far as the psychological, uh, to be honest, uh, once you get accepted to the company, to any company, they're not really very, very strict on the psychological aspect. The psychological screening is supposed to supposedly should have, should be conducted by schools. Okay. As is the case with my school, actually, it's very strict uh, when it comes to the neuropsych evaluation. You can you could be top one in the entrance examination, but if you if they find something in your neuropsych, you're going to fail automatically. They won't oh, accept no. you. Yeah. Besides our school, there are only a handful of other schools that are very strict when, when it comes to that. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest are quite relaxed. So right. now speaking from uh, for 
psychological or something like that. On board a ship, <laughs> it's it's a unique experience. Mm-hmm. It's partly isolation, right? right? Because uh, on car on cargo ships, there are only like twenty people. Okay, there there are only twenty of you on board a floating piece of metal in the middle of nowhere at sea, and day in day out, they're the only people that you will see. Okay? And if you're going to be staying there for like eight months, sometimes ten months, and even especially now during the pandemic, some uh, some seafarers have been on board for almost two years, and they haven't they, seen land. Uh, not exactly. They can't go home. They can't go out. They okay. can't go out. Okay, so they're like forced to work on board right for an extended period that actually has a lot of effect on your mental health obviously mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's the building blocks you know the, the foundation is very important Mm-mm. in the beginning there should be a very strict screening when it comes to the psychological evaluation of seafarers so that the company will be not guaranteed or at least they can bet a higher percentage, a higher chance of uh, BC fares will be performing very well, even during extended periods on board. So I think uh, first and foremost, when it comes to mental health, communication uh, with your peers and your good, uh, with your crewmates is very important. Mm-hmm. Okay? So as much as possible, you have to socialize and find a hobby. for the whole day, right? Right. Yes, yes. So you have to learn how to adjust or find a hobby or find something to occupy your time with. Anyway, on board a ship, you work for like 10 hours a day anyway. So Uh-oh. you have to allot at least eight hours for sleep. Right. So for so the rest of the time, your free time, find something to do. So you, you won't be thinking of anything negative. Yeah. In your case, on the get-go, have you found something else to do? Because uh, I understand you're also a hobbyist. You're into photography. Mm. Um, yes. Even when you were younger, ba, yun na yung gusto mong gawin? Ah, okay, ito na yung magiging hobby ko on board, on board the ship. Oh, back then, when I was young, uh, I was focused on studying. Because um, okay. ang target ko from the get-go was to reach uh, the highest level of my career mm-hmm. as early as possible. So, during my early years, it's really study, study. Okay. So you would so, study on board the ship? Yeah. Yes, yes. So pagkatapos ng trabaho, before ka matulog, nag-aaral ka pa rin? Yes, yes. Grabe, well, ang sipag mo na much. <laughs> well, well, the other guys were watching uh, movies, uh, uh, VHS tapes back then, uh, paulit-ulit. You know, oh my gosh! Uh, you know, Fern- Fern- Fernando Poe Jr. Oh, <laughs> movies like, something like that. Pa. And uh, they were doing it... Uh, Paulitulit, uh, almost, almost every day. I was uh, in the library studying, okay? wow. studying the manuals. Because uh, that was my drive, actually, in the first Uh-oh. place. I wanted to advance in my rank as quickly as possible. Hats off to you. Sana pala ganyan lahat, ano? <laughs> You're an inspiration. Kung paano mo nagawa yun, you'll always have stories to tell on how one seafarer, from one seafarer to another, can advance their career. Sabi mo nga, as, as perhaps as uh, fast as possible in the least amount of time. Ganun talaga mag-aaral ka pa rin. Now, I yeah. want to ask you, Chief McCoy. By the way, thank you for sharing all of that with us. Now that you've mentioned, uh, you've been a seaman for quite some time, sabi mo nga. But there are, of course, the 
yung downside, kumbaga yung isolation, you miss your family and you have to be alone with just like a number of people on board the ship for eight months at a time or even could extend to years. But ano yung na-enjoy mo the most about your job as a seafarer or as a seaman? Honestly, of course, it's the financial aspect. That, uh, mm-hmm. Malaki talaga yung, ano, yung salary, especially pag officer ka. Mm-hmm. And back then, before the pandemic, I was able to visit uh, other places, you know, right. tourist spots in other countries. Actually, yun yung ano, eh, uh, hilig ko. Whenever a ship uh, uh, goes to, our ship goes to some country or whatever, the first thing I do is ask around or do my research. Is there a tourist spot nearby? Mm-mm. And yun talaga pinupunta. So, when the boat docks, mm-hmm. or if that's the right term, do you have an option to just relax the whole time? Or either you do that or you also go around and see sabi mga mga tourist spots? Well, priority of course is work. And mm-hmm. uh, whenever the ship uh, stops in port, yun yung chance namin to do maintenance. Especially for my for my side, sa engineering ako. Eh. So, mm-hmm. yun lang yung time na pumapara yung makina namin. So, that's Pare. the time to do maintenance. Now, if we're lucky uh, and the ship will stay in port for an extended, say, a few days, a week or something, something like that, and we're able to finish all our maintenance jobs or repair jobs, whatever, then we'll have time to go ashore. Oh, I see. Yeah. So docking does not mean relax. No, no, no. It does. <laughs> uh, I told in, you, in, I idea. In a lot of cases, especially if, uh, in busy, busy ships or something like that, that if if your ship is going to be docking for like only twenty eight hours, that's actually not not a very good thing because it's going to be a very busy time. Oh, oh, you gotta uh, hustle. <laughs> yes, you gotta you know you gotta parang reach. I mean, you have to finish everything that you need to do before the twenty eight hours are up. Yeah, exactly. Parang ganon siya. Okay. Mm. All right. So now I have a better understanding. Now mm. I want to ask you, Chief McCoy, what keeps you going? You said because when you were younger that you really want to reach the highest rank the shortest time possible. Kaya sabi mo nga, dinedicate mo yung time sa pag-aaral kahit na nag-work ka na on board the ship. But right now, what fuels your desire to keep on working as a seaman maybe 20, 20 years after? Oh, as it always has been, it's my family, of course. Mm-hmm. Sila naman yung reason ko kung bakit nag-advance yun ako ng rank. So, I could get a better salary uh, and I'll get the uh, get more opportunities to spend more time with them. Mm-hmm. So it will allow me to spend more time. Okay, so it has always been my family. Being an OFW is hard. You're not only away from your family, but you're also missing out on so many precious moments from graduations, birthdays, even yung simple kamustahan with family and friends. But with a freebie app, you don't have to miss out on anything. You can be there with them every step of the way. With its three ways to call, you can stay connected with your family at home in the Philippines, whether they're online or offline. Daanin sa diskarte ang pakikipag-usap with your loved ones. What are you waiting for? Download the free B app, Diskarting Pinoy, Diskarting Freebie. Available in Google Play Store and App Store. Now I wanna I wanna talk about ano naman, Chief Makoy, your your day to day life. Would you please tell us what a typical day is like for you at Siha? 
what like what time do you wake up? You said nga mga 10 hours. Is that a regular time for like 10 hours work hours na regular yan? It's usually yeah, something like that. I mean, is there still a proper orientation of what time you're supposed to be waking up kasi I would imagine if you're traveling at sea, medyo nag-iiba ba yung body clock mo or yung time zone mo? That's actually a good, uh, good question. Uh, so, the, the work hours depend on what your position is uh, on board the ship, what your rank okay. is. Uh, say, typically, for the day workers, their job starts at 8 o'clock. So, Mm-mm. they usually wake up before 7 o'clock because 7 is usually the time when breakfast is served. Okay. So, they have to be up take breakfast and then prepare for work before 8 o'clock they have to, to report for duty so and usually for day workers it's uh, until 5 p.m. and right. sometimes uh, they have overtime about two hours depending depending on uh, day workers usually are flexible when it comes to work cars but for the watch keepers there uh, are watch keepers watch keepers yeah, yung as a bridge, yung sila yung, uh-huh. nag, sila yung nandun sa, ano, sa basic sila yung nag-drive ng barko. Uh-huh. Okay? They have to stand watch at all times para hindi bumangga yung barko. Uh-huh. And uh, nag-duty sila of uh, uh, four-hour shifts. Right. Yes. And this so is a 24-hour watch. Yes, it's a 24-hour yeah. environment. Uh, hindi pwedeng mm-hmm. mawala ng tao dun. Okay. Let me ask you, Chief Mahoy, ha? Because now that you've given us a, a word picture of how it looks like on a daily basis for mm. seafarers based nga sa, sa trabaho nila, does, does it still count, though, during bad weather? I mean, <laughs> if you have a really, really bad weather, like it's storming out, does the job still remain the same for everyone on board? You still have to report for work, actually. But uh, Sarina, personally, my management style, I don't give dangerous jobs or anything that involves heavy lifting when there is rough sea. It is very mm-hmm. dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same thing, uh, supposedly, on the deck side, on the deck part, uh, there should be no work outside the ship, on deck, on the, uh-huh. on the exposed uh, part of the ship, uh, while there is a rough sea or rough weather going on. Now, Chief McCoy, for much of our conversations at the pod, we talk about technology and how, you know, overseas Filipinos, natutulungan kasi talaga tayo ng technology to stay connected to our loved ones at home. But on the vessel, in the middle of the ocean, tama bang understanding ko, your access to the internet is very limited. And what is it like and how do you cope with that? Kasi right now, I mean, the internet is literally the thread that, you know, binds us together wherever you are in the world. Pero in your case, may time ba na minsan na walang kayo ng internet for internet for like days and you could not contact anyone? Actually, nowadays, if uh, the ship has limited internet, swerte ka na. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You said kapag ang ship may limited internet. Swerte kapag ka may kukonte, maswerte yeah. tayo. Yes, because there are still, still a lot of ships na wala talagang internet. Oh my god. Tot- totally okay. wala. So, I've experienced only a few years back recently uh yeah a few years back Mm-mm. wala talagang internet yung barkong nasa akin ko so bumiyahe kami from New Orleans Mm-mm. to Singapore ah uh, from Argentina to Singapore so that's like 30 days 30 plus days totally walang internet oh my gosh so, it's like it's like rendering your phone yeah. useless you know what i yeah. mean these yes, days kapag yes. walang internet yung phone mo i mean what is the use for it parang ganun eh and then, totally disconnected. Hindi mo alam kung ano nangyayari. Because 
Uh, as you said, uh, internet is uh, quite essential nowadays para sa atin. So, it just makes sense na majority of us get our information, our news, updates, whatever. It's from social media. Diba? Right. So, pag mawala ka ng internet, <laughs> internet access, basically, na-disconnect ka sa, sa mundo. Next up, I want to ask you, uh, Chief Mahoy, because, you know, you're... You've become so famous now on uh, on YouTube because of your vlogging uh, career as well. I was checking this out earlier. You're about to reach 300,000 followers on yeah. your YouTube channel. I think, no? two, I think it's going to be in about two days or something like that. Oh, you're like a few <laughs> clicks away from it. And yeah. uh, you have more than 41 million total views. Kailan ka nagsimula talaga mag, mag-pick up with, uh, with vlogging? Well, I started... Uh, 2017 and mm-hmm. just for fun lang actually and how does it feel though na ngayon prominent figure ka in your industry and I mean I mean, give me some of the comments that uh, some of the audience uh, left you grabe naman prominent o yan dami mo ng followers syempre naman prominent yun oo sabi nga nila pag sa YouTube daw if you've hit uh, your 100,000 di ba you mm. get the tama ba you get the the silver, yeah. The silver, the play, the play frame, or I don't the know what it's called button. officially. But yes, so yeah. you have that. Yes, yes. You I do, oh, di ba? Prominent talaga, Chief Makoy. But how does it make you feel? And some of the comments too. I actually get mixed reactions. But uh-huh. mostly positive naman. So, so positive side is actually very inspiring. Uh, so, in, in actually, in, I do read the comments, uh, even the negative ones. So, uh, thankfully, very few lang yung, ano, yung yung negative eh. so, so, something like, I don't know I think 1% or something like that oh bashers <laughs> meron talaga yung mga bashers na talagang out of context lang talaga yung talagang Uh-oh. I don't hindi siguro sila marunong maging masaya or something like that oh na hurt sila <laughs> so, sa life nila before no, meron yun talaga so pero thankfully uh, it's mostly positive yung, uh, yung reception uh, when it comes to my videos so yung mga ganong comments it actually inspires me to you know, to do more. Mm-hmm. And I take their suggestions naman. Pag nakita ko yung suggestions na, I think it's a good idea. Okay, sige, try natin gawin yan. Right. So, nagbibigyan ko naman. Nagagawin. Oh. Pero kasi, uh, medyo, hindi rin na kasi, I don't really consider myself as full-time even during vacation. Eh. So, Medyo mahirap mag-edit. <laughs> Oo. Actually, so, I was gonna ask you, I was gonna ask you, I mean, how much of your time is dedicated kapag kunyari, you're on board, di ba? You're on board the ship. Um, do you even have the time to edit? Uh, or is that during your, ano lang, kapag nagdadock lang kayo? Not during my free time naman sa gabi. Kasi uh, at my rank, uh, I'm day work tonight. Day work na rin kasi mm-hmm. ako eh. So, after dinner, yun, basically, wala na akong masyadong ginagawa. Right. So, Sometimes instead of watching TV or something like that, I edit na lang. And oh. editing one episode uh, usually takes me tagpi tagpi. Minsan two, minsan two days na tag na during the night time only. Uh oh. So, total time sa it takes me about eight to ten hours. Thereabouts, total, to, yes. Total time, like Average ngayon with all the effects and everything, di ba? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. And and in, your vlogs kasi average like 15, may parang 15 minutes ano? Ma uh, 10. Usually I, I limited 10, pero minsan pag talaga mahaba yung topic, umabot yung 12, 15 minutes. Right. Like and yeah, excellent yeah. narration by the way. <laughs> I mean, you it's so informative. You're you you're very knowledgeable and at the same time it's 
all the the shots and the the videos themselves talagang wow sabi ko ang ganda ng mga vlogs ni Chief Makoy nako ayan follower mo na ako thanks thanks <laughs> i subscribe today i'm one additional ano subscriber to your 300,000 uh, later on yan malapit-lapit na um let's talk about some of the misconceptions naman uh, Chief Makoy about being a seafarer in your opinion what is something that people don't understand about your job or kadalasang iniisip na Ah, pag gano, pag siman, ganito yan. Ito yung trabaho nila. But in reality, it's not. Uh, I think the biggest misconception pinaka-common talaga is, uh, you know, uh, we have a girl or woman in every port. On the side, <laughs> mga ganyan. Yeah, something like that, oh. in every port or something like that. Uh, siguro 30, 40 years ago, I think uh, based on the stories and yung lifestyle back, like, say, nabutan ko pa nung, like I said, uh, I started 1997. So, mm-hmm. parang andun yung transition period eh, at that time. So, mostly, I think that would have been true uh, 30 mm-hmm. or 40 years ago. Pero nowadays, kasi yung mga seafarers, hindi na eh. Especially the younger generations. Yeah. Mas, understand, mas smart na sila when it comes to their finances. Na, eh. Right. And especially now, during the pandemic, it's totally nothing. Hindi ka, na, hindi, hindi ka na makalabas din. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. yeah. So, yeah. But even a few years back, even, let's say, even before the pandemic, I'm not saying na hindi nangyayari, na hindi sila ng chichiks. They do. Some some of them do. Okay? But it depends on the person. Not all. Yeah. Okay? And it's such a, I think it's also such a carpet generalization. I mean, yes, it's yes. tama ka when you, yun nga eh, I was <clears throat> waiting for you to mention that. <laughs> Kasi yun din, yung naririnig, yun din yung naririnig ko. But yes, ako yes. naman, hindi mo mo naman mapabulaanan, hindi mo naman ma-prove because you're, you're, a, you're ano eh, parang kang uh, third person, outsider looking in. Parang ganun yung dating. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, the younger generation now, they're evolving. Um, hmm. And yourself included, nakikita mo rin naman kung paano sila nagiging mas smart ngayon sa pera. Yes. Would you would you wish for um, seafarers to also become uh, financially literate, especially that malaki lumalaki ang sahod habang habang tumataas ang rango? Yeah, definitely. Kasi, uh, one of my uh, like I said, I I try to advance my career as fast as possible it's because of the mm-hmm. financial aspect. Then uh, mm-hmm. sometimes uh, yung or a lot of uh, times seafarers. Kasi pag nakakawas yun ng malaking pera, ang ginagawa na is uh, nag-elevate din yung lifestyle. Immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of uh, saving or investing in something na, na it will help them in the future, gasos dito, gasos doon. So, ang nangyayari niyan, pag-vacation nila, say, two, three, four months, during the first month pa lang vacation nila, medyo nakangapa na yan. Kulang na oh. sa pera. So, first month pa lang, grabe. Yeah, it, it happens actually, oh it happens. Uh-huh. It happens na they spend like 8, minsan min- 10 months on board. Pagdating sa sa bahay, sa lupa, it's in grande, gasos dito, gasos doon. Libre mm. dito, palibre dito, palibre doon. Okay? And then, in the end, after one month, ano na, uh, medyo nakangapa na sa bulsa. Oh, oh. Okay? So, they have to be conscious about their finances din eh. And uh, sa akin, like I said, ang naging investment ko early on was to study. Diba? Right. Yun ang invest- mag-assess kasing mag-advance, eh. mag-board exam ka na mag-board exam. Eh. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Can, we, can we stay here for a moment? And 
can you paint me a picture, Chief Bakoy, kung, kung paano ba yung, yung career, I mean, not, no, the, the learning advancement that uh, you took? Um, ano ba yung meron ba from level 1 to level 2 and then you say you said nga may certification yes, or mag-board yes. exam ka ulit so aside from um, studying this also will cost money yes I didn't know uh, okay so <clears throat> how does it go so for us uh, first, uh, there are two paths diba? is uh, nautical and engineering mm-hmm. once you graduate is is either a bachelor of science in marine transportation or uh, marine engineering after you graduate, and you, you need to have at least one year apprentice experience, which is mm-hmm. why yun yung ganun yung program sa school namin eh. Second oh, year pa lang. Meron ka, na, yeah, meron ka na experience. So, oh, upon okay. graduation, qualified ka agad for board exam. Oh, okay. okay. Diba? That, so, that's, that's actually yeah. very smart. Mm-hmm. So, once you get a license, qualified kang maging officer for an officer position. Kung wala kang license, hindi ka pwede mag-officer. Uh, crew ka sa support. Okay. So, so you can choose whether to take the, the licensure exam or not. Yeah, it's a very, very conscious choice. Kasi gagasas ka. First of all, mag-review pa. Uh, so it would take you a few months to review for the board right. exam. And, and back then sa amin, it's PRC. And right. Now, nowadays, it's Marina. Kinuha na siya ng Marina. Ay, but, okay. but, but it's the same thing actually. Uh, ganun pa rin ang process, mag-review ka pa rin. Oo. And then... If you pass the licensure exam, license pa lang yun eh. Meron pa siyang yung interna- uh, yung tinatawin namin certificate of competency. Uh, yun yung internationally parang magiging recognized. Okay. How do you uh, get that? Training. Ah, training. Yeah, spend, okay. uh, I think maybe one month or some, maybe more of training. Okay. And bukod sa cost ng training, which is quite significant already, yung daily expenses mo pa. Right. Diba? While you're in training. Yes. Okay. Does the training uh, have to be in the Philippines or is it abroad or uh, overseas? It's mostly Philippines, but meron naman tayo sa Philippines. Oo. So, yun yung, yun. Pero even so, magasas pa rin siya. Right. And so, from that point, every time you want to advance your your knowledge, meron talagang certification. Yeah. Kasi... Uh, once you get the first license, yung ano, is either qualified na maging third mate or fourth mm-hmm. engineer. Yung one stripe. Oh, okay. oh yes. That I know. Yeah. <laughs> that and, I understand. And you have four stripes in total. Yeah. Okay. okay. Pero ngayon, uh, parang ginawa na nilang sinorkat na nila. Hindi na one stripe. Two stripes automatic na yung first exam. So parang mm-hmm. ngayon, nowadays, it's only two examinations na lang. Eh. So pang two tsaka pang four. Pero license nang yun. It doesn't mean uh-huh. that you have the license na four stripes, four stripes ka agad. Kailangan dumaan ka muna sa three. <laughs> so, oh, one, two, so, one, two, three. So, more level pa rin. Pa rin. License lang yung nakuha mo, pero yung, yung position mo on board, experience still matters. Of but, course. Yeah, absolutely. So, ito tanong kita, Chief Makoy, ilang, ilang bagsak ng popoy? <laughs> How many times can you possibly fail and then take a refresher kasi understand ko pag licensure may ganyan di ba yeah, para yeah. on your third try pag hindi ka pa rin pumasa then refresher ganun din ba sa sa uh, pagbagiging seafarer to get your licensure exam i think it's the same with the the PRC style i think three times or something Uh-oh. like that you have to undergo training again oh re- so retraining so, something like that yeah oh oh wow okay so kudos dun sa mga naka on one try, nakuha, nag one try yeah. ka ba, Chief? Yeah, I never failed. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Yan tayo eh. 
Wow, I am so honored to talk to her, no? <laughs> to be speaking to Grabe, a prodigy. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, thank you for, for sharing all of that because, I mean, it's, it's really fascinating to, to have a, an insight kung ano yung, eto na nga, at least, na, na ano natin, no, na, nabigyan natin ng proper, I, I guess, um, uh, we busted some, a few misconceptions. So this is how it is, um, mm-hmm. to work as a, as a seafarer or to get into the profession. Um, no, this brings me to my next question naman, Chief Mahoy. Uh, ang understanding ko kasi, it's inevitable for for you or for seafarers to miss out on special family occasions kasi nga, you'd have to be away for for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you cope with that and how do you keep in touch with your family and how often? Well, uh, coping with absences during occasions. Uh, sa simula pa lang, we were already trained for that. At least in my school. Kasi sa mm-hmm. PMMA, stay in kami. Mm-mm. Stay in kami dun. So, yeah, we were already away from our families at a very young age. Right. So, it's probably, we, just, we just gotten used to it. So, now with recent advances in technology, madali na kasi kahit pa paano, uh, yes. you can, you can uh, just, kung may internet ka, swerte, di ba? Oo. Kung wala, hintay ka na lang ng mga karating next quarter or something like that. Oo. Uh, pero, pag talagang, ano, uh, urgent na urgent yung kailangan magpadala, ma- tumawag man lang, you can use the satellite phone. May satellite phone naman sa, sa barco. I see. Um, okay. Pero medyo mahal siya. Okay. Oh, you have so, to pay for it? Yeah, of course. It's not free. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Ay, hindi siya free. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, parang toll. Ano, what do you call those uh, phone calls before nung hindi pa uso internet? Uh, long distance. Uh, mga long distance, mga international calls, di ba? Mga domestic uh, calls dati. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, so it's kind of similar. Okay, so you have to pay for that. I didn't know. Okay, so it's mm. not free. You definitely have to pay for a, a satellite phone call. Yeah, yeah. Oo. Kabayan, alam nyo ba na gamit lang ang inyong mobile phone, kaya mo nang kumita sa pagbenta ng Philippine and International Load, pagkolekta ng bills payment, at magpadala ng e-gift certificates sa inyong overseas Filipino customers abroad? Simple lang yan! Visit www.myvortex1.com to register as a Vortex reseller at bentahan mo na ang inyong network abroad instantly. Add money in your Vortex wallet para magsimulang magbenta ng mobile load like Smart, TNT, Freebie, and International Load sa mga kababayans nyo abroad. Pwede ka na rin mangulekta ng Philippine Bills Payment para mas madaling bayaran ng inyong customers ang kanilang bills sa Pilipinas. Meron ka bang na-experience na among the, I mean, uh, from among your crew na nahihirapan silang mag-cope being absent or being away from their family? Well, there was one instance uh, uh, na matay yung grandmother niya Mm-mm. and yung grandmother niya was the one who was uh, taking, uh, who took care of him when he was uh, still young. Oh. So, yeah, napakalungkot niya that time. Mm-mm. So, yun lang, kinakomfort lang na as much as possible. Oh, parang counseling na rin, ganyan. Oh, counseling na rin, yeah. Kasi bata pa yun eh, uh, that time eh. I was with him, I was senior officer na rin ako. And siya parang pangalawang barko pa lang niya. So, oh, oh. bata-bata pa siya. And yun nga, eh, nakita ko na lang, malungkot siya. Tignan ako, and he was not Filipino actually, he was, he was Malaysian. Oo. Oh, oh. Tignan ako, anong problem? Uh, sabi niya, yung grandmother niya is uh, passed away. Mm-hmm. So, yun. We did what we can to console him. 
Tingnan lang, light work ka lang muna. Okay. Oo. I mean, no, seriously, kasi that's, that's what you can do with, with, the, with the power yeah. that you have on board. Yeah, sim- uh, I mean, sympathize mo lang, di ba? Oo. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I realize that you, you literally don't have any professional help um, no. on board the ship. It, not, it, even, not even it, medical. Oh, not even medical. Yeah. You're on your own, basically. Yeah. Kaya sana sa Perko, don't ever get sick or don't ever get injured. Uh-oh. That that is the best way. Uh, how to? Sabi ko nga, if uh, if you suffer an injury uh, or in merong hemorrhaging, Mm-mm. most likely you're going to die. <laughs> oh, oh, because there's no one on board, no yeah. medical, no professional help. If anybody's going through like depression yeah. or no, no. oh oh. Mm. Oh my goodness. Especially pag nasa gitna ka ng dagat a uh, thousand miles away from the nearest land, something like that. Talaga mo wala. Walang rescue na makakaabot sa iyo. Oo. You are the rescue. Yeah, and it's only very little na. No? It's only basic din lang. Ano, eh, ang, parang ano lang kami, uh, basic responder lang yung training For namin when it comes oh, to oh. medical. First aid lang. First aiders oh, lang oh. training naman namin. Pag medyo complicated yung medical cases, tumatawag kami. May, may, may company doctor na nakikipag-consult uh, kami. Pero mm-hmm. syempre, it's only that much that you can do. Hula-hula rin lang. Tatangin kung anong symptoms, anong naramdaman, and then check nyo yung ganyan, ganyan. Parang telephonic consultation ang nangyayari. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it's not like in Hollywood films, you're trying to say Chief McCoy where a helicopter, you know, flies over and drops a, a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're lucky. It it does happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're lucky, lucky enough that your ship is uh, nearby. Right. I actually had a classmate, a, a classmate of mine uh, last year. Uh, na food poisoning siya sa, sa barco. And luckily, medyo malapit-lapit sila sa Japan that time. So right. Japan sent an, an airplane na yung nag-landing sa water. Oo. Ayun. Oh wow, okay. Swerte lang niya talaga at na uh-huh. malapit siya sa vicinity ng Japan. So uh-huh. na ano siya, na flight siya, no? na rescue siya. So this Although, is your friend who got rescued. Your your friend talaga. Yeah, yeah, classmate. Kind of food poisoning. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm actually planning to make an episode about that sometime oh. in the future in the next few months. Oh, oh di ba? <laughs> so, like binigyan how... sarang yung mga photos niya, ano, nasa stretcher siya. Oh. Yung photo na kinuha ng mga crew dun, no, sa aeroplano, naka-landing sa water. Correct. And then, and then yung, ano niya, yung story kung ano nangyari. Oh, oh. And, and he was just lucky, lucky talaga na yung ship was near Japan. So, nagkaroon ng rescue. If it were any other way, if they were in the middle of the ocean, that would not have happened. Right? Yeah, he's probably gone by now. <laughs> oh my gosh wow okay you, you should totally cover that on your youtube <laughs> yeah. I, i'll definitely watch that and it would be interesting to know like in real life what happens or now chief makoy tanong ko sayo ano bang i mean chairman the kwentuhan tayo and you're such you know, you're such a gentle soul and ano ka, um, I, I get the vibe na mahilig kang tumingit at the positive, positive side of things. But, ano bang masasabi mo? Anong, uh, in your opinion, what can you advise the family members of seafarers left at home? Yung mga pwede nilang gawin para naman mas mapadali ang buhay ng mga seafarers na loved ones nila. Lalo na madalas na mahiwalay sa pamilya. 
of course, ang pinaka the best na magagawa nila is to take care of the finances. Mm-mm. Kasi mahirap yung ginagawa ng ano eh, ng family member nila si Feather. Actually, sleepless nights and manual labor, just to earn money for them. So, they have to, uh, parang as gratitude na rin lang, they have to take care of the finances. Right. Diba? And be appreciative naman, of course. Uh, and kung minsan, kung tatawag, of course, yung, hindi natin maalis, minsan may mga asawa na ito. <laughs> Ang tawag doon? Pagpadala ka na pa. Hindi, 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 yung ano, yung, 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 yung topak syndrome na ano. Oo, meron. Gusto lang, gusto lang awayin talaga yung asawa or boyfriend. Ay, wag naman ganun. For, for no reason. But parang ano, parang hindi sila kompleto, hindi kompleto yung araw pag hindi lang inaaway yung ganun. Oo. That is an absolute no-no. And you've seen this. You've seen this from among yes. your crew members. Yes, yes. Yung sinasabi na lang talaga yung minsan, oh. ayaw ko nang tumawag sa, ano, sa misis ko. Bakit? Mag-aaway lang kami. Bakit oh, mag-aaway? Heartbreaking! Eh, hindi maganda, di ba? Oh. Kaya sa akin, early, early on, sinabi, honestly, sinabi ko talaga sa misis ko, pag, although yung misis ko, wala naman talagang topak. Pero sinasabi ko sa kanya, pag nasa barko ako, pag tumawag sa'yo, huwag na huwag mo akong aawayin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buti, hindi, buti may ano ka na, may disclaimer ka na or may pa-intro ka na, di ba? Oo, oh, ganyan talaga. Kung wala naman akong ginawang masama, huwag mo akong awayin. Oo. <laughs> How long have you been married, by the way? Uh, she's actually my college girlfriend, so... Oh, God. Oh, so we, we, uh, we've been together since 1999. Oh, wow. Pa, before I graduated. Oo. So she has a very good idea of, you yeah. know, the ins and outs of the industry and the work that you chose yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good reminder na wag, wag, wag mga away ng uh, asawang seafarer, lalat na nasa barko sila. Because there's so much that they have to go through. And, uh, you know, when... idadagdag ko na, kasi usually, uh, ngayon, makita mo sa messenger, usually, nagamit nila. Hmm. Hindi porket naka-green yan, na online, it's ibig sabihin, na... hawak niya yung cellphone, or uh, something like that. Oh, Isa kasi oh. pag nag, nag-chat, something like that, tas walang reply, hindi na seen oh. or something like that. Kung ano na yung sinasabi, di ba? Hinala na, may hinala na. Yeah, sometimes, naka-on lang yan, pero hindi ka pwedeng, hindi niya pwedeng tignan yung phone niya at the time, or hindi niya hawak or something like that. Nagka-signal, nagka-signal lang. Nagka-signal lang. Okay. Ulitin natin yan for the listeners of the podcast. <laughs> Chief Makoy, sige, one more time. The floor is yours. <laughs> kapag ano, kapag ang messenger service ay naka-green, hindi ibig sabihin ay po pwede ring makausap ang kanilang mga yeah. mahal sa buhay, ang mga asawa nila. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean na may kachat siyang iba or something Uh-oh. like that. It just simply means that you got, I mean, the the vessel is now near land somehow and then yeah. nagkaroon ng signal. signal. Yes, yes. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. I think that's also one of the misconceptions, ha? Mm, Kung yeah. na lang naalala mo yung banggitin, Chief Makoy. Thank you. Very enlightening yan. Um, now, as we wind down on our interview today, given that you already have a lot of years under your belt as a seaman, meron ka bang gustong uh, makita na somehow would change about your industry for the better? Even though a lot of companies, especially yung mga companies na, 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 na pagtrabawahan ko, they relatively, I mean, they're treating their employees relatively good. There are still a lot of companies that are, let's just say, a little bit abusive. Mm-hmm. Sa mga it's worse. Yeah. 
and the problem is kagaya ng amin, sa amin, it's the untold story. Eh. Out of sight, we are out of sight, out of mind. Totoo. Okay? So, and then, uh, sa akin, isa yun yung sa naging inspiration ko na eh, kung bakit I started this, uh, my, my YouTube about the life of a seafarer para ipakita kung ano yung what's the real deal, ano bang meron ng board. Okay? Uh, granted na hindi naman, ano, kung ano yung na-experience ko, that's not necessarily mean na it's the same with other ships. Diba? Right. Pero, sinasabi ko naman na in some ships, diba? ganun naman lagi ang, ang, ang narration ko usually. In some ships, there are this. In some ships, sure, there are that. Some right. companies are this. Some companies are that. So, sinasabi ko talaga kung ano yung real deal. And there are a lot of instances where in the, the crew suffers abuse. And mm-hmm. I want that to change somehow. Right. I want to ask you, Chief Mahoy, kung meron ka pa rin bang fears? Like, what is your biggest fear when you're at sea? I have to say that uh, my biggest fear is, well, I'm at sea, is that something will happen to my family or any of my family members. Because mm-hmm. I'm not physically present and hindi lang ako makakauwi ng one click ng ganang-ganan. Right. Okay? So, uh, I'll be very far away. And it's oftentimes, it's almost impossible to get home very quick. Mm-mm. So, yun talaga ang biggest fear. Ko. So, even if you want to, it's not going to be that easy. Yeah, it's not possible. I think, which brings me to just a follow-up question. If ever you need to leave by, mm-hmm. I mean, kung sabihin na lang natin na super urgent, you have to uh, leave your post. Is there going to be another chief engineer that they can pull out tapos to, you know, parang take over? Yeah, nang isa pa, ano, uh, you can't just leave without uh, having a reliever on board. And mm-hmm. the problem is sometimes is hindi ganun kadali na, ano, na humanap ng kapalit. Uh-oh. Especially for the higher ranks. Sobrang in-demand and hindi siya masyadong, ano, and very stringent yung, ano, yung hiring process ng companies. Sometimes hindi pumapasay yung iba. Right. So, and dahil nga mag- malaki rin yung competition, minsan nag-aagawan yung mga companies uh, when it comes to captain, captain and chief engineer. Mm-mm. Okay. Dito ka, lipat ka sa akin, dadagdagan ko sa Dumor, something like that. So, nagkakaroon ng gano'n. Which makes it sometimes difficult to have a reliever ready to relieve you yeah. at, at a moment's notice. So, yun. Hindi basta-basta. And besides that, kailangan nasa puerto ko. Na oh, nag-aalaw. Okay. Na nag-aalaw ng change crew. Merong mga ports na hindi allowed. Oh, they won't let you? Yeah. Depende kasi sa ano eh. Sa... Country na rin, depende. Uh-oh. So, hindi lahat ng countries, hindi lahat ng ports nag And there are some ports na isolated. So, right. even if they allow, it's not possible. <laughs> okay. So, parang meron pa rin mga maritime laws that you have to abide by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, pati yung pag-relieve ng, yes. ng uh, high-ranking officials off their post. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, let's talk about, let's talk about like celebrations of of love or or sabihin na lang natin occasions ganyan sa mm-hmm. sa, sa barko nagse-celebrate ba kayo ng birthday is it something that you you still make uh, or you still do as part of being human beings or <laughs> tradition uso ba yan sa barko chief mahoy yes actually i've featured a lot of that uh, in some of my videos nagse-celebrate kami ng birthday mm-hmm. uh, christmas party new year's party i mean that that should be the normal thing especially kung sa Filipino talagang ano yan eh 
normal and that is highly expected. Oo. But like I said, meron talaga minsan mga uh, sm- uh, small percentage uh, sa mga tao na uh, medyo pasaway and they don't uh, do that. I'm not sure. Gaya sinabi ko, siguro... Kabayans ba to, Chief Macol? Or ibang nationality naman? Uh, sad to say, minsan kabayan din. Ah, talaga? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would understand kung foreign. Okay? Mm-hmm. Pero sometimes, uh, meron din talaga na yung Filipinos hindi rin talaga. Pero most of the time, eh? yeah, yeah. most of the time, talagang, ano, uh, especially dito sa mga pinanggalingan ko, talagang make it a point na pag-birthday ni ganito, okay, kahit na yung sa lower ranks lang, talagang, ano, magsasalap, Not on the day itself, you should we do it on a Saturday. Uh-oh. Mas, ano, mas light yung jobs pag Saturday. Walang overtime pag Saturday. Hindi kami mm. nagbibigyan ng overtime pag Saturday. Kasi overtime na yun. <laughs> Ayun na yun. <laughs> <laughs> so, walang extended work. So, doon kami nag-hold uh, ng, ano, ng celebration. Simple, uh, special dinner or something. Or barbecue or something like that. Oh, that's nice. Pag I mean, Christmas, usually mag-delection. Ganun. Wow, on board. If uh, no, if we get the materials or the okay. the the whole figure or something like that, Uh-oh. yeah, we try to do it as much as possible. And I'm sure na abutan na kayo ng different occasions on on the ship in your many years as yeah. a seafarer, like New Year's, Christmas. Yeah. Actually, common sa akin ano, na magspend ng Christmas and New Year on board. <laughs> okay, well, it's great to know that you know for as long as for as long as the boat or the the ship is under your watch. Um, nagsiselebrate kayo. Basta si Chief Makoy ang uh, inyong bisor. So, that's, that's, uh, that's, it's, that's great it's, to know. It's actually up to the captain. Si captain na ah, si captain pala. Yan. Pero siyempre, ako yung ano, may, may influence yun na kay captain. <laughs> may sundot ka doon. Oo, kay doon Okay, well that's great to know na nakakapag-celebrate pa rin kayo. Meron ka bang masashare sa amin, Chief Makoy, na like a memorable moment on board uh, the ship na kung saan you you were just having fun and then parang parang nag, nagkaroon lang ng I don't know I wouldn't say prank but something that would lighten up the the mood while everyone's working like a just a like a fun casual moment from among the crew members actually I've had uh, a lot of experience like that pero siguro memorable one of the most memorable siguro uh, I think a few years back Mm-hmm. Uh, nabiyahe yung ship namin sa, sa Philippines, sa Semerara, okay. sa Semerara uh-huh. Island in the Philippines. And nearby, meron siyang beach doon uh, sa, sa Semerara Island. Chief Makoy, saan so, yung Semerara? Sa may, malapit siya sa Mindoro. Southern ah, part, southern, uh, around southeast of Mindoro. Malapit okay. Siya, under the, under ng province ng Antique siya. Ah, I see. So, okay. So, island siya. Island. Uh, so, Nung natapos namin yung lahat ng gawin ng maintenance namin, so may time pa rin kami to go ashore, and we saw merong beach na, ano, na malapit. Oo. And that time, nag-YouTube na ako eh. So sabi ko, karang wag ganun tayo, ihaw-ihaw tayo sa beach. Hmm. So, so sinama ko ngayon yung, ano, yung mga kung sinong pwedeng sumama. Ilan kayo? Ano, I think, uh, six or seven guys, yung mga off-duty. Okay. Right. And then, yan. Punta muna kami palengke, na malengke kami ng kung ano namin. Punta kami sa beach. And that time, uh, yung mga kasama ko, may, mag, may magaling mag-gitara. Meron, meron, ah. kami, 
Marami yung, ano, yung drum, yung parang ano, yung beatbox. Ay, yung ano, kahon. Ay, yung box na gano'n. Oo. Okay, so, dinala namin siya sa beach. So, yun, uh, jamming-jamming kami na, nag-yaw-yaw. And little, uh, konting beer. Tapos swimming-swimming. That was actually one of the first, na-cover kayo na, actually, nagawa ko siya ng video. Uh, okay. Just for fun, a fun episode sa uh, YouTube channel ko. Uh, kasama ko yung a few members of the crew having right. a good time ashore okay? just knocking some <laughs> uh, bottles back yeah not knocking some bottles back yeah, having fun and this was does this happen often though that you get an opportunity to do that in cases na yung ship mag extend ng has an extended stay support yeah okay? yeah like I said pag ang duration ng stay mo is only like uh, one or two days Mm-mm. That's not, not not really possible. But oh. I think that time, tumagal kami ng five days. Oh, wow. So, so we managed to finish everything. So, may Uh-oh. time kami para mag-shorty. So oh, you would have done that like, ano, like two more times. Yung ano, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> beach ihaw-ihaw. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. So, that's one of the most memorable uh, things. More so, made, made more so memorable kasi documented siya. Na. <laughs> siya yes. Uh, Caught on cam. Yeah. <laughs> And this is part of your uh, one of your episodes on on your vlog, right? Yeah, I think it's one of my earliest episodes. Yeah, that's worth watching. I'd like to see that, Chief Makoy. You know what? We can't thank you enough for sparing us uh, a few, well, uh, a little over an hour of your time to open our eyes to these things, for sharing your your life, your experiences, your adventures as a seafarer, mm-hmm. and ultimately, yung ano mo, yung insights at saka yung advice mo. Um, finally, as we draw close to our interview or with our interview, ano yung takeaway na gusto mong uh, makuha ng mga listeners natin from our chat today? As a takeaway, I think, uh, yung ano lang, uh, yung misconceptions, uh, mm. please don't generalize. Dahil, uh, ano na yun eh, parang natatarnish yung reputation. I'm not saying na anghel kami or something like that. Uh-oh. There are bad or yan, bad guys in our industry as well. Pero hindi lahat. So, we're also human. So, may kanya-kanyang quirks, may kanya-kanyang attitude, mm. or something like that, pers- uh, different personalities. So, uh, I guess, ganun lang. You have to evaluate people based on their own personality. In- individual. Right. As oh. individuals. Not as a group. Uh, not mm. as a collective. Kasi hindi naman talaga ganda yung, ano, Correct. <laughs> yung situation. Yeah. And seafaring... Let's just say na ano, ang sinasabi nga na is that we are, our profession is one of the frontliners na hindi nga lang nakikita and see mm-hmm. kasi we are in the <laughs> frontline, in the economy battle na itong, uh, itong during this pandemic. Kasi mm-hmm. a lot of us have uh, been risking ourselves, our health, going into ports, even yung mga ports na very dangerous, uh, na merong risk of getting infected. Correct. But still, we have to do our part just to keep the economy going. Kasi kung wala rin kami, hindi madedeliver din yung mga vaccines, hindi madedeliver yung food, yung materials, and whatever. So, uh, I think, I'm not saying that we should be appreciated or something like that. Oh, you must be! It's not like that na we're asking for appreciation. Pero, paano ba yung sasabihin ko? I can't really express it. Uh, in, but you could use some way. appreciation, di ba? If, um, at the very least, at the family level, family unit, ano, level, di ba? Siyempre, ma-appreciate ka ng asawa mo, ng, ng kids mo. That, mm. would be, that would be a great boost of 
you know, parang kung pagod ka na, kailangan mo yun eh. I think that is, uh, natumbok mo yung <laughs> ko. Yeah, something that uh, could keep us going. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Especially if uh, their contracts are getting extended because they can't go home. Because right. of, regula- of uh, current regulations in different countries as well. Right. And ano advice mo naman dun sa mga nag-aaral ngayon, mga uh, malapit ng matapos at nag-exam na para maging seafarer? What would be your, I guess, um, yung advice mo na lang? Okay, so ang competition uh, is very, you know, very stiff. Uh, not, not just locally, but internationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, sa, ano, sa seafaring. So, they have to do their best and study hard. Yun lang naman kasi ang kailangan eh. Uh, you have to be knowledgeable. Okay? And pag tinanong ka during interviews, you have to speak directly. Kung ano talaga yung tinatanong, huwag na yung paligoy-ligoy. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, yun lang talaga magbibigay ng advice. You have to study hard. Know what your job job is or what your future job is. Kasi yun lang yung magiging bala mo when it comes uh-huh. to... Na, Securing your position in a company or something like that. And once you enter the industry, of course, once you start earning money, you have to spend it wisely. Be financially knowledgeable. Right. Oo, maging literate sa paghahandle ng money dahil mahirap yes. ang trabaho na pagiging seafarer. My mm. goodness. Uh, Chief Makoy Laurelia on the pod today. Thank you so much again, Chief Makoy, for uh, talking to us. This is the opportune time na maiplug mo naman ang iyong uh, vlog and uh, yun, yung YouTube channel mo, saan ka pa nila ma- maahanap at saan ka pa nila ma- masustok. Masustok! <laughs> saan ka pa nila follow and uh, where else can they find your content? Well, uh, besides from uh, my YouTube channel, Chief Makoy, I also have a Facebook page, which is also Chief Makoy. Instagram, I'm not very active. So, it's basically just Facebook and uh, YouTube. Ayan. Maraming salamat again, Chief Makoy. Nako, uh, masaya-masaya kami at na, nabigyan mo kami ng, ng panahon. That's it for the Great Connections podcast interview with Chief Makoy today. Uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Maraming salamat muli to Chief Makoy for dropping by the podcast. From our conversation with him, I realized three things. First, Being a seafarer is no joke. It requires a lot of physical, academic, and psychological training. Chief McCoy himself had to train for years, and he went through multiple exams to get to where he is right now. So talagang kita natin dito na we should really invest in not only our education, but also our physical and mental well-being. Second, we shouldn't take anything for granted. Sometimes, we don't even know how lucky we are. Case in point, sabi nga ni Chief Makoy, for most of our seafarers, swerte na sila if they have internet. Imagine having no internet for 30 days or not being able to go home for special occasions or emergencies. We need to learn to appreciate what we have. Third, and lastly, if there's a will, there's a way. In Filipino, pag gusto, may paraan. We can see this in Chief Makoy's determination to provide a better life for his family. Even though his job comes with a lot of challenges, he still chooses to do it for his family. And he also finds ways to have fun at the same time. Descarte lang yan. So there you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Great Connections Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and follow the show, ha? And as always, I'll catch you in the next episode. 
The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.